And then previously in text 14, and it said, one good chance of holding the Lord is immediately free from the reaction of unlimited sins, even if he chants indirectly to indicate something else, jokingly, for musical entertainment, or even neglectfully. This is accepted by all the learned scholars. So these verses, of course, following the pastime, which has said in the title, Ajahn, by the Vishnu Rishas, is showing us the potency of chanting the holy name of the Lord whether we are aware of it or not. If we think about the number of people who come across the chanting of the holy name, whether it's in Harinam, when we're singing on the streets, whether it's through the Rathiatra personal, that we have so many people actually join in and chant, sometimes just for fun, sometimes just for yourselfing, for many reasons. But we're hearing here that um, even just by chanting unknowingly, um, whether you're alluding something else, whether you're joking, um, even whether you're just mocking or antagonizing the devotees, um, sometimes it's mentioned even when you're chanting disrespectfully, there is some benefit to be had. When we look at the pastime of Ajahnya, from text 14, we can understand that different acharyas have stated that this chanting was shadow chanting of the holy name, the Nanabas stage of chanting Hare Krishna. It had purified the heart because Ajahn was chanting without offense. So, this chanting, of course, is beneficial because eventually, when we continue with the chanting, it will lead us to the pure chanting of the holiness of the Lord. So oftentimes this Namadas chanting or the shadow chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra is explained to be like um, a semblance of the holy name. Just like in the morning when the sun rises, we can feel the sun's rays. We can't see the sun yet, but we can feel the potency of the sun. There is illumination, there's no more darkness, there is light. We can feel the warmth, the heat, and then after some time, eventually, we see that the sun has risen in its full potency. So, the semblance of the holy name is a result of chanting um, without offense. It is a result of uttering the holy name of the Lord, sometimes out of ignorance or mistakenly, as we see with the passing of the general. He was chanting, actually calling out his son. But the Lord accepted it nonetheless because they chanted his name, Narayan. So, in um, the different Skala, Purana, Harinam, Hintani, and so on, they speak about the four kinds of. Um, none of us, which is explained Ajahnam was chanting, which is called Sankhetia, none of us, or uttering the Lord's name to elude something else. <clears throat> of course, you understand Ajahnam was chanting, calling out to his son, who was mostly attached to his youngest son, Narayan. So Ajahnam was calling out to Narayan at the time of his death. However, Narayan is the name of the Supreme Lord Bhagavad Sri Krishna. So, Ajahn was uttering Narayan was him calling out 
For something else, his son, but nonetheless, that is the name of the Supreme Lord. So the Lord um, granted him um, mercy, and he was able to be granted the opportunity for liberation. So that is ushering the Lord's holy name when you're alluding to something else. This is what the Bible uh, is showing us here. And then we have Parihasa, which means that you're chanting in a joking fashion, in a joking way. And I think we've all experienced this, as I mentioned, with the Harinam. Sometimes people enjoy the Harinam and they're chanting and they're joking with us, using their hands, and they're laughing about it, but they're chanting Harikushin. Or we're at the beach, people are happy, it's Christmas, or it's Easter, or the weather's just great. They chant in a joking way. So there is some uh, benefit that they are having. They may not be aware of it, but they're chanting the holy name, um, or the shadow of the holy name for them. Um, there is some benefit to that. Then we have the third type of namabas, called Stova Namabas, which means chanting the holy name antagonistically to hinder or mock others in their chanting of the, heart of the holy name. So, sometimes people sing all this chanting, people spend decades, the rest of their lives, just chanting the statements or chanting Hare Krishna. So they mock the efforts of such chanters. Oh, you've missed out on life so much, you've just been singing there chanting Hare Krishna, and I don't know what is the point of all this. And as they continuously mock you, they themselves are chanting that name that they are mocking you about. So even though they are mocking, they're not um, um, showing any amount of envy or being offensive to, offensive to the Lord, they are mocking the individual who is chanting, not so much the mantra. Sometimes people think that we are missing out on life. I don't know about you. You've had that experience when people find out that you're living a regulated lifestyle, you rise early, um, you are which means you eat food that has been offered to the world only, you do not engage in illicit activities or activities in the mode of ignorance like gambling, intoxication, and eating food stuff like meat in the mode of ignorance. People think, oh, poor things, you're missing out on life, what do you do? And people feel very sorry for us, therefore they mock our life. It must be a pitiful life. It must be a boring, sorry life. I feel free. And somebody used to say that to me on the street. There was one man in particular years ago. I was doing cards during lunchtime at Crossroads. And every day I would go to this man who would make sure that he comes and asks me the same question Why are you doing this? He was from Serbia. And he used to always understand Why are you doing this hard thing? Live life. You're young, you're in Australia, you're healthy. Just go out and make money and enjoy it. You spend your time doing this. What is this chanting? What is this chanting? Literally every day for months he would come and try to dissuade me from chanting or just engaging in uh, distributing the words of the Lord, whether it was through Prasadam or through Renoga cards or Crossways cards or the temple cards that had the mantra on either way. So people oftentimes feel sorry and think that there is nothing to life without intoxication, without illicit activities, without um, allowing their senses to run away. They feel sorry for you, so they mock your lifestyle. They think you are sad, depressed, lonely, and they will pray for you. 
uh, whereas we understand that there's so much to be had in the entire process of Krishna consciousness, so much prasada we have all consumed, which is nothing can ever compare to the taste of prasada, because that is Krishna's mercy. So much beauty in seeing the deities of the Lord, in seeing the devotees of the Lord, in smelling the items offered to the Lord, in seeing the devotees and in having relationships with devotees, there's nothing actually as fulfilling and long-lasting in terms of uh, giving pleasure. Right? There is depth, there is quality to these relationships because they are based on the spiritual reality. They're not based on the temporary, what's in it for me, let's do it today, now, boom, done, next. But we're cultivating um, this spirit of Krishna consciousness, this mood of being conscious of the Lord all the time. And the Lord, of course, means His devotees, His temples, His holy name, His pastimes, His prasana. So that we are being engaged in Krishna consciousness. 24 7, and this is the program that Shri Prabhupada designed for us. So, like that, sometimes people block our lifestyle without understanding the sublime nature of Krishna consciousness. And the last type of Namabhas, the benefits one can get from the shadowy chanting of the Holy Name, chanting without really understanding or um, without knowledge of the power of the chanting or without knowledge of Krishna is Hela Namabhas, which means to utter the Holy Name disrespectfully. Now, there's a verse from the Skanda Purana, Madhura Madaram Ekhan Mangalam Mangalana, Sakana Nigama Varisat Ram Chit Solvam, Sakrit Adhikaritam Shale Hilayava, Burgubara Nara Matram Tare Krishna Nam. Krishna Nam is sweeter than the sweetest and the most auspicious of all auspicious things. Krishna Nam is the tasty fruit of fortune, truly desired paper, and the embodiment of knowledge, all best of the Guru dynasty. Anyone who even once chants either with respect or disrespect is immediately delivered from the ocean of birth and death. Now there is so much power in uttering the holy name of the Lord. Of course, for those of us following uh, the instructions of Shri Prabhupada, trying to follow Shri Prabhupada, we are not, our aim is not none of us, our name is not the shadow. You know, why, why reach hard for just the rays when you can have the full sun? Why, why smell it when you can taste it? So the devotee is not really after uh, Namabhas chanting, we are after Sudanam, the pure chanting of the Holy Name. And that is why we practice with effort, with sincerity and determination every day the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mantra. So that one day we can actually actually the Holy Name of the Lord without offense, but with attachment, with affection. Now earlier on we heard how this chanting that was done by Ajahn, his, um, <coughs> his friend the Lord's name while actually desiring to see his son, um, gave him some, some benefits. We read that his sinful reactions will be annihilated just from chanting the shadow name of the holy name, that he would be liberated from uh, the mature condition of life. Further than that, 
some benefits of chanting Namabas is that you get protection and freedom from fear. So protection from the um, lower modes of nature, so from ghostly spirits, etc. As we see here, um, when the visionary beauties arrived, the Amabutas were perplexed. This is a man who lived a sinful life. Why are you all here uh, representatives of, of Lord Vishnu? Um, for one who chants the whole name, actually all these negative energies, right? Whether it's being taken to the court of Yamaraj, like these ghastly uh, looking personalities that we hear the uh, Yamaraja look like. We get pr protection from these negative influences. So whether it's going down to the hellish planets, mythic planets, um, being around, uh, ghosts or spirits, we actually free from that just from chanting in Namahas. So that is just um, what was alluded in this past time with the general. Now, a very important point, of course, when we hear the theories of the Lord, is that this chanting, whether the dress is green, it pushes a wonderful analogy, uh, regardless of whether the the, there's dry grass or wet grass. The whole thing is so powerful that it will just burn everything down. So initially when we come to Krishna consciousness, we, our desires are not pure. We have um, qualities that are not really the mode of goodness, at least for, I'll speak for myself, I won't go to anyone. But we come, we are attached to different um, Different ways of doing things in the material world. We're attached to certain flavors of the material world. And sometimes we have one foot in the material energy and another foot we're trying to learn about Krishna. We do that dance. I did that dance for some time. I couldn't really let go of the pleasures of the material world. And I was just saying, I'm like, yeah, a little bit of this is okay, but I'll also check my Krishna. I'll still do a little bit of this and I'll. I'll do a little bit of this, I'll go to the temple. But as you continue to chant the whole name, as it mentioned, even when you're on the platform of Sudanam, it, sorry, on the platform of um, Namabas, if you continuously chant the whole name, you develop your chanting, eventually you will get to the stage of chanting purely. So although I was doing this dance, trying to enjoy the ritual, and it did also develop develop um, a Krishna about my pre-book devotional service, the taste for that increases and your taste for the material quality of life decreases. When you surround yourself with devotees, you immerse yourself in the program, your desire for chanting, that taste surpasses all other tastes that you have in your life. So I've heard that first-hand experience, no matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't forget the taste of chanting Hare Krishna, of being around the devotees, of being in a temple atmosphere and, and having relationships with devotees. There's a different field of satisfaction and pleasure to be had in the presence of uh, the devotees because there is so much of Krishna, whether it is through hearing about Krishna, chanting, or honoring the sign that has been offered to the Lord. So in that way, our desires for uh, chanting the pure name increases with time. If we stick 
should be processed with, with faith and determination. The Lord Chaitanya in the Chaitanya Charitamrita and in his pastime with Haridas, Tarkor, and many other devotees, the Lord very much speaks about the, the glories of the Holy Name, why it is so important that we, we chant the Holy Name and the potency of the Holy Name and the instructions, the, the only instructions the Lord left, of course, his um, Shikshasakam prayers, the eight prayers, which actually shows how to rise from. Just having faith in the Lord from Shraddha to developing our prema through chanting the Hare Krishna. And that is a clear statement, even just in the first stanza of the Shikshasaka, it speaks about how this chanting clears the conditioned state of the heart, of the mind. And it is a prime benediction for humanity at large because it spurs the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental moments. So this chanting, when we begin chanting, we have some faith from reading, from association with devotees. Right? And as we enter the association of devotees, this weight, this burden of material existence is slightly lifted. Right? The, the drawers or the, the ropes of three modes of ritual nature slightly loosen a bit as we enter into our experience of Krishna consciousness. We develop our faith, we, we gather our strength, and we keep on working towards uh, increasing our faith, performing service, performing our bhajan, developing our Krishna consciousness. Associating with devotees, taking shelter with spiritual master, all these things build up our faith. And Lord time makes it very clear that this is actually the only sadhana for the age of Kali. In the age of Kali, it is difficult to meditate like what they did in Sasha Yuga. Like sitting under water and meditating for hundreds and thousands of years, we're lucky if we live till 50 without, without catching a disease, unfortunately, or without a uh, natural catastrophe. Right, so we have a very, very short lifespan. So, what was once achievable in Sacha Yuga through meditation, or the other ages through deity worship, or performing sacrifices, that can be achieved very quickly in a short span of time by chanting the Holy Name of the Lord in this Kalamuga. Although very short, although a very limited life, the Hare Krishna Mantra is that powerful that it can award us entry into the Vikrunta planets in this Kalamuga. So Lord Chaitanya says, Advante Chamadecha Harisa Mantra Kiyati. So, this is a different verse that states that throughout the Vedas, the Ramayana, the Puranas, the Mahaprabhu, from beginning to the end, only the glories of the Supreme Lord Hari are sung. Kali Hare Namurupa Krishna Avatara Namahaitahara Hayasama Jagat Nishara. 
the holy name of Krishna, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, is Krishna's avatar in the stage of Kali. The entire universe is delivered just by chanting the holy name. This is from the Adalila of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. That we can actually in this Kaliyuga make progress. The soul can make progress and can come out of this cycle of birth and death and go back to its original constitutional position, serving the Lord in the spiritual world. And that is achievable by chanting the pure name of the Lord. So, Kripteya Dhyayatu Vishnu, Kripteya Nyatu Makai, Vapare Parichalaya, Avatadhari, Ketanat. Whatever result will obtain in Satya Yuga by meditating in Vishnu, in Trecha Yuga by performing sacrifices, and in Dravra Yuga by performing the formal deity worship, can also be obtained in Kali Yuga simply by chanting the holy names of Kali. And this is the definition of Avatar, the 12th. But there's so many other schools out there that are giving different processes, attain perfection from your, from raising your Kundalini energy, and attain perfection from becoming a strong Jnani, from studying the Puranas, getting your certification. I know one such person who is very much into getting the certificates. He wants to become again, so he keeps getting certified in this Vedanta and that Sutra and this Yoga. And he really thinks that he's, he's almost at the stage of perfection because he has attained these certificates. Tick, post completed. Well, to actually get out from the shackle of material existence is beyond getting certified. It is beyond getting a diploma in yoga studies or a diploma in the Puranas. Uh, we do our effort, as the word says, but the rest actually to make the advancement that we need and to get the spiritual realizations and the taste. We need the mercy of the Lord and the mercy of the devotees. So we don't just one day decide I'm going to be pure, we're actually depending on the Lord to reveal the holy name within our heart. Once we have actually gone through this hearing process, once we have been purified. And the wonderful explanation that I'm trying to get to. So by our own efforts alone, yes, we strive, we follow the, the process, but we need the mercy of the Lord to unlock this, the, the pure name. Chanting the pure name is never a mechanical act that a skillful speaker with correct intonation can invoke. 
the ability to chant Sura Nam is an act of divine grace bestowed upon the devotees who have saturated their minds and hearts with devotion. Whether or not there is a manifestation of the divine through matter is dependent on the spiritual strength of the person chanting the holy name. This principle of spiritual competency is an important feature of Shri Bhaktivinoda's teachings. So this comes from the Haranam Tamil and uh, the teaching of Bhaktivinoda Thakur when he speaks about um, Namabhas, Namaparaj and attaining Shudana. So yes, we, um, we strive to follow the sadhana and develop our, our bhakti from within by following the process. But ultimately, we need the mercy of the Lord to actually reveal and transfer that spiritual potency so that we can actually chant the volume of the Lord purely. So by Krishna's mercy, we're able to dive deeper into the chant of the Holy Name. By Krishna's mercy, we're actually able to develop more and more love for the Lord. And that comes by constant and um, focused efforts throughout all the years. So in the association of devotees, through our service, whatever service that we have, we do it as an offering to the Lord. We do it with love for the pleasure of the Lord. And because the Lord is the Lord is supremely independent when the Lord sees that we are ready to relish the chanting of the Holy Name once we've already cleared out when we're not committing offenses and chanting the Holy Name, when we're not chanting um, the shadow reflection of the Name, when we're chanting with, with love and affection and attention. When the Lord sees that then we, the Lord from within reveals the full potency of the Holy Name. So from the name comes the form, comes the pastime. So this Holy Name actually contains the entire spiritual world. So Prabhupada will often say that from the Nama, Rupa, Guna, and then comes the Lila. And that is all uh, unlocked by the Supreme Mercy of the Lord and His devotees. On our own, yes, we follow the process to the best of our ability, but the Lord ultimately bestows that mercy upon the living entity. So it's not a mechanical thing that, yes, I'll do this for 20 years, and then on that 20-year mark, boom, prayer about design. It is not that mechanical. The bhakti is not like a it's not like a university. After four years, definite stamp of approval. You have your bachelor's, PhD, postgraduate, everything. You are a doctor of parabhakti. It doesn't necessarily work, but it is very intricate because this prayer is that which controls the Lord. It is so supremely powerful, therefore it is not given all willy-nilly. It is something that is earned and bestowed by the Lord and the pure devotees once they see that we are not chanting with offense, that we're chanting with love, with attention, with devotion. And so it is that mercy that we're, we're trying to cultivate 
Right there, we're performing service for the pleasure of the Lord. And over time, that purification happens within the heart, as Lord Chaitanya has said in his Sasakam. That the more we chant, we develop our faith, we associate with devotees, we can gradually not only become fixed in our service, but develop a taste for serving the Lord, develop a taste for chanting the holy name of the Lord. And then eventually develop our love, whether it is um, whatever I said, whether it's an oil reverence or whether it is in the mood of the residence of Mandala. That is bestowed by the Lord, His pure devotees. Once we have been cleared, we have been purified, and our heart is spotless, and the Holy Name sits there. So we are attaining that perfection, not in the same way in the material world when you get your perfected stage of being a professor or a lifetime achiever or this. It's not a matter of ticks. It's not a matter of awards. It's a matter of the Lord um, bestowing mercy on the living entity. So there's so many drawers of the holy name to be had. And the more we chant, the more we stick to the program that Shiva Prabhupada has given us. We understand that this is the only sadhana for Kali Yuga chanting. The holy name is the only sadhana that it destroys all the sins that we've accumulated for countless births. For a long time we've been in the material world. And even Lord Brahma is explaining how this this chanting destroys all sin while he's talking to Narayana about the fallen people in this age of Kali. What Brahma says, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare the 16 names of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Destroy all the sins and inauspiciousness of the age of Kali. This is the conclusion of all the Vedas. The Mahamantra 16 names is a destroyer of the material covering of the Jivatma, which is composed of 16 constituents. Five knowledge gathering senses and five working senses. Five breasts and one subtle body, mind, intelligence, false ego. When the gross and the subtle material covering of the Jivatma are destroyed by the chanting of the Hare Krishna mantra, the Supreme Lord Krishna will appear before the Jiva like the shining rays of the sun when the cloud is removed. So, this is the power of the Hare Krishna mantra that it will destroy our material external covering and our subtle attachments to being in the material world. As long as we have a material body, material desires will be there. But if we work to eradicate them by engaging in the process of pure devotional service, all these coverings, identifications with matter will wither away. There's another verse which glorifies the chanting of the holy name from the Adalila, the 
It's given here by the Lord himself, the Chana Avatar, and explaining that this Hare Krishna mantra, this chanting of the holy name, it is the essence of all mantras. And the purpose of all shastras. So what is to be understood from the shastras for us, particularly in Kaliyuga and for all times, is that this chanting of the holy names, these powerful names, Hare Krishna and Rama, the chanting of these names is the best sign for us in Kaliyuga. So that the Lord has declared in his teachings, the Lord has declared, and of course, even in the Srimad Bhagavatam, the power, the potency of the Holy Name it is that powerful that it will destroy our material trail, it will destroy our previous karma and our future karma. So long as we stick to the chanting, we stick to the process given by the Acharyas, given by Srimad Prabhupada, then this chanting of the Holy Name will liberate us out of the material existence to the spiritual reality. So we don't just want to chant to get freedom, to get the chains removed, but we're chanting to develop our original situation, our original position as service of the Lord, to be reunited in that relationship. So I'll stop there, and I'll ask if there's any comments or questions about this verse today. Thank you very much for watching the Bhagavad Gita. Thank you very much for watching the Bhagavad Gita.